Hello and welcome back. It's uh, been another week of school. Uh, technically, I'm recording this on a Monday because I've been a little busy. Just had some family stuff. My son uh, had his uh, marching band like parent preview, so we were dealing with that on Saturday. Did some shopping, and um, I don't know. Time just got away from me, but you know, because you got to manage my, my your time. Um, which all of that to say, I was thinking about that the first few weeks of school, talking with some newer teachers, even talking with some students about the idea that it's it's management. Like a lot of what we're doing these first few weeks is just training each other, like me training myself for the new uh, classes I'm dealing with and the schedules I'm dealing with and just the new students that I'm getting to meet and uh, it's just uh, policies. And so it's it's just this constant juggling of management and what's going on. And I, I guess for me, um, I've always just tried to take a hands-off approach. I, I want as much as possible for my students to be able to figure things out, uh, how we interact with each other in class without um, me being overbearing with things. I, and maybe I even try to do that to an extent as a, as a parent, too, or even in friendships. I, I just, I don't try to, I guess the term is I don't want to micromanage. And it just seems like that's being the trend in my site is uh, micromanaging. And I, I see it with some teachers trying to manage everything a student does. I see it in some parents and trying to manage everything a student does. And, and lately I'm even seeing it within like uh, my department, but also with administration. It's just they want the control. And, and I, get, I get that idea. It's a seductive idea that if I just do the right process, if I say the right thing, if I have the right um, material or program, that things will all be better. And so you get, you get seduced by this idea of control and that if I just manage it right. And, but then you find that new level and you come up with a policy, you find that next deeper level of things you need to manage. And then you find that next deeper level of things you think you need to manage. And ultimately, you are now down the rabbit hole of micromanaging. You know, because for the most part with my particular curriculum area, we don't have problems with students, like a large percentage of students not getting their credit for the class. It's just not been a problem. We have a lot of policies in place to take care of that um, and to ensure that they're getting the like test-taking skills they need or content skills or reading skills or even just, I'll be honest, the social skills because we need to know how to work with each other. And sure, um, I'm well aware that a lot of other teams in my building uh, don't do it the same way we do. Uh, and that's fine. We have different subject areas. We have different, you know, personalities. And this is all fine. It's just the goal is there. We help our students find whatever level of success they're needing. And I don't even know what that is. Because sometimes students, like, I have to have an A. I joke with them sometimes. Like, if you have to have an A to keep your, you know, an adults in your life off your back, parents, coaches, activity sponsors, then that will, will help you get there. But if all you want is a... Uh, what Oklahoma requires, which is D equals degree. Um, so then we can do that too. So it's just, that's where the micromanaging comes in. Because I think there are some people who think they know better than the parents or the students what they need. Um, and they don't ask them what they want or need post high school. They just start telling them. And, and I say all that because it seems like now we've gone into this next phase of we have to do things the same. And 
I just fundamentally don't agree with that. Um, more and more things are being dictated for what we have to do in terms of uh, how we, you know, help, how do we help students correct their mistakes, whether it be on an assignment or a test. It's like we now have to have a across-the-board policy. Um, and it's also a classic line that I've said before about, you know, one person has messed their pants and you know, pooped their pants, and now we're all having to wear a diaper. It's like if there was a team or a teacher who wasn't doing what they were supposed to in terms of providing opportunities for students to feel successful, for, not even feel, but to find success that they need, then let's address that. Talk to them. But it seems like we've gone over the top because our entire high school, regardless of content area, regardless of level, freshman to senior, we are on an 80, 20% uh, grade breakdown for the semester. So for those of you who don't know, that means 20% of a student's semester grade will come from like coursework, what we call formative assessments, the so things you are doing as you are forming your knowledge and things that you can work on and, and like correct. And it's not a, like a final statement. It's not a sum total of what's going on. And then we have 80% uh, of their grade is going to come from summative assessments. So like your, your um, unit test or uh, things like that, or maybe a big project if it was a project class. And I, I think this, ooh, this might be a little rough for students because they're going to be looking at, they still don't understand it. And I know we do as teachers, but they don't understand it. Every year I have to explain to sophomores how these five, eight, ten things we did for the last couple of weeks is nothing compared to um, the test they take. So it, we used to do 60-40. We thought that was fair for the sophomore level and understanding. And we had to explain to them that those ten assignments were 40% of their grade, while that one test was 60%. So it helped, and you got the practice from it, but overall, you needed to worry about the test. And they still struggled with that, and they would wonder why. Like, but I got, like, you know, A's and B's on all my work. Why do I have a B? And, you know, mostly A's. And it's like, well, because your tests are in the B range. And it would just blow their mind. And I'm wondering how this is going to play out over the next few weeks is, again, no consideration for age level, ability level, content area. It's just been dictated that everyone will be 80% of your semester test comes from, um, or semester grade comes from, like, chapter, unit, topic, test. And, yeah. And then just, like, policies for, like, retakes. And, and it's just, and it's all in this name of consistency, which... To me, while we're also saying we're trying to make students college and career ready. And I bring that up because paving the way for our students to um, just expect everyone to do the same thing all the time in all situations debilitates their um, resiliency, which that would, to me, be career ready. Because you don't always know what the customer wants. You don't always know what your boss wants, you, you know, your sales and you're trying to figure out what they need, you have to go with the flow sometimes. So expecting everyone, every human to act the same is just, it's, it's counter to what I think sometimes we say we're trying to do. And it's just within this micromanaging, all of that to say is, is a lot of unfortunately um, mixed messages because we're saying we want to do one thing, but in an attempt to, to take care of that, we're saying another 
and we're, we're saying we have this big goal of college career ready, which, okay, that's great. Let's work back from that. What, what would it be? What skills or ideas um, would a student need to be able to be career ready? And let's put those into place. But I, I do not think, you know, being a lawnmower uh, admin team or teacher or parent where you just smooth everything down for them to walk along the path, I don't think that is the right thing to do. It's it's a case of um, you you can't you can't make your keep your kids safe like your students safe, but you can uh, make them strong in mind and resilient. And that's what I wonder if we're missing in all this micromanaging. And it's not that I believe people are coming from a place of malice. I just think they're they're a little too um, eager to try to make a utopia. And and there's a lot. There's a lot of things in history that um, the, 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 that turn out bad because someone had good intentions that ended up going awry. And I'm wondering if we're going down that road this school year in trying to make everything the same and trying to profess um, that we're doing it for the students, even though these are things students have not asked for or don't care about, I wonder if we're just slowly trying to grab more and more control. And I guess I'm thinking of um, the image in my head is the classic Star Wars, you know, Tarkin and Leia and Vader talking on the Death Star, and she he's talking about, you know, getting control, and she lets him know, like, the more you squeeze, the more people um, will slip through your fingers. And I wonder if we're creating a a new problem by trying to tighten up in the name of consistency that we're going to lose people um, who don't want to fall into that mold um, because people are unique, students are unique, teachers are unique, and we need to give them a chance to show that uniqueness um, and that it can be valuable. And I'm just wondering if the managing has crossed over into the micro side and what that's going to lead this to this semester. So, yeah, had a lot on my mind. Wow, I'm not sure where all that came from, but um, I'm going to be thinking about it because all I can do is in my classroom focus on that and maybe don't let the decisions of others affect my mental space too much. And we'll see how it goes this week. Well, as always, have a day.